0: What's up, everybody? Today we're talking about more cops being called on black people and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week.
1: Ride with the mob, come through our life. Check in with me and do your job. Ray is the name, the did the chain. Turn up for the watch.
0: Presenting
1: Jack, won't you... With. I've been waiting all night, hoping I'm the one you picked I was sitting in my chair, looking at you like some lunch Ride that beat like Kawasaki, let me show you how to I could tell that you gon' stumble, you gon' fumble, you gon' gag All the judges gon' be puzzled, I'ma look at them and laugh Next time you better think twice I'm a savage I be breaking rappers like DJ Khaled You was thinking this was cute, cause I'm cute and I'm When I see you backstage, I knew you was fresh me. Now you can think about this on your way back Ray, you're gonna play me like a great back home And why did you put me on blast like that? And how can Raya bring in up the past like that? Then I'm here to what you do know? Cause B-A-N-J-I You can't wait to take my seat I can't wait to see you try I just call it like I see And it. right now it's looking bad Cause you about to lead a building with my foot up and up
0: uh. Intro of the woo, show. Hey, what's woo. up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I'm your host Daryl Christian. Joining me today are two beautiful women, Hi. Courtney Stewart.
2: Hey, y'all. What's up? What's up? And
0: our very special guest. You just saw her performing on the Four on Fox. Sharia yes. J is in hey, the house. Hey,
1: what's up? Woo, woo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, thank you for having me. Glad
0: to have you. Day after Fourth of July. I know. We all are like. We're all, we all are here. Y'all. We're all here today. We're in here.
1: We're here. We made it. We made it. Right.
0: <laughs> well, we got some great topics today that we're going to be talking about, and we're going to talk about you and the competition and all do. the fun stuff around that today as well.
1: Don't, do, do, do. Courtney,
0: let's dive on all in. All right, here. well,
2: we're going to dive on in since the day after 4th of July. We're going to give y'all a little bit of history information, and we learned something new this week, and, and some people that's trying to rectify how our history is communicated and actually doing a pretty darn good job at it. So, mm. there's a, a, a historic uh, monument in Baltimore called the Star Spangled Flag House. It's in Baltimore and uh, it's basically a museum to the woman who was, you know, is credited for coming up with the Star Spangled Banner, i.e., our American flag. And the people that run the house found out through their research and everything that actually there's another young lady who should be credited with helping to sew and create that first flag and her name was Grace Wisher. She was a 13-year-old indentured servant who at the time was um, in servitude to the woman Mary Pickersgill who is credited with making the flag. And since they uncovered that information, they have tried to infuse some of her into uh the tours and sort of the um the displays in the house but they don't really know obviously what she looked like or who she really was so they've done some small things like uh they have a a girl like an outline of a young girl represented in like a plexiglass um monument that's actually in the house and her name and her information is brought up when people are doing the walkthrough tours because um one of the curators at the museum, her name's Michelle Joan Wilkerson, and she made the following quote about infusing this woman's information and history into the history that was already being told. She said, quote, that's why I think it's important that there's not a single narrative. There are things that we think we know, but there's more we need to know. And certainly, Grace Wisher's life and her contribution should not go unknown. It should be acknowledged and presented in our historical displays about this era. So they were kind of Teen Vogue actually did a story on it so that information is uh, over in Team Vogue, you guys can go check out that article, and they really kind of went in on looking at the research and how this woman had been, or young girl, had been erased from history, basically, and this woman, Mary Pickersgill, is the only one that's been sort of credited all these this time, but when they found out that there was something else to it, they added to it, and they have her in the house, and they're trying to do better with how we are handling our museums and our information.
0: I mean it's great information I'm glad that it's acknowledged the only sad part about it is that after all these years of celebrating July 4th you know and the American flag and all this, these things that this person has been erased you know we've never heard of her exactly. before know. You know, but we now have her but so. what a time
2: for that information to come back as yeah. we sort of people of color even at this point I mean not at this point throughout history have struggled to, on 4th of July and sort of the relation to 4th of That's July and what yes. all yeah. that means and seeing ourselves in the history and accepting where we were and everything so it's kind of Awesome to continue to uncover that
0: information and yep. feel a part mm-hmm. of yes. it. And now I'm we can drink our way. margaritas and be happy. <laughs> 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 Happier.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we get history lessons <laughs> while we're drinking our margaritas.
2: History <laughs> lessons, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we love it. Especially on the (laughs) the historic sites where you would go, because I don't know if y'all, did y'all get to go to those like in high school or in elementary school and stuff? Like different historical sites. Okay. So it's interesting like how, because I I did did primary school in the South and then moved to upstate New York. So I kind of got some interesting different experiences in um, historical sites. But it's always interesting. Like I remember going to Monticello for Thomas Jefferson, and you're like, wait, but ain't no slave quarters <laughs> here. Like, <laughs> right. They just right. have this big, beautiful house on the hill, and you, forget. it's easy to, like, be thinking you're, like, really learning some history and, like, experiencing history, and then you realize how leaving out. that out, but leaving right. that out definitely colors it way different in people's feelings about it, because then when you actually go somewhere that has slave quarters, your vibe is wholly different, different right. than yes. when you're on the plantation without it. That's true. So yes. I think it's
1: super important, and it's kind of cool that they're doing it finally. Finally. I'm happy about that. For yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And, uh, and uh, the ton of things that we have that still are not uncovered about history. Right. Uh, right. Bring it out. Bring, I, it, like, out. bring it out. Yeah. <laughs> we need it
0: right now, especially what we're about to talk about next. We definitely need that information. That information is
1: there. Yeah. All right. Speaking
2: of education, <laughs> we're going to segue into our next story, and it's another Trump date. Wow. We, nah. have done, we did one last week. It was the first one in a while. And now we're doing another one because something very important happened this yeah. week. Actually, a few very important things. It's a whole lot of hot mess going on up in that White House right now, but I just picked this one thing, okay? We <laughs> right, right, yeah, have right, just, right. like, it, it, there it, was a lot. We didn't have enough time during the we show to go through enough, the hot mess Like, mess like there right. was too right. much. <laughs> but this one thing specifically, because this is Black Hollywood Live, we're talking about education. We talked about the Supreme Court last week, and the Supreme Court is going to be... Ex- very essential in what this story is about so basically um if you don't know this week on tuesday uh the trump white house and their education and justice departments um announced they sent out a joint letter basically saying they are completely rolling back the policies regarding affirmative action that obama had signed into effect So whereas currently the Supreme Court has, based on that, I think it was the school in Texas, uh, it's been two years now, I believe, that they made that ruling, that they upheld um, a school's right to use uh, race in their uh, decision-making for um, school admissions. So it was upheld, but it it was, there was a, 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 what's his, Antonin Scalia like wrote uh, his dissent, basically saying, like, the problem, though, is that there's still some un- fortunate discrimination towards Asian Americans because of the way the system is set up and because of the way Asian Americans kind of fall on that spectrum and he was like "Um, that's going to be a problem in the future and and now it's a problem because there is actually a court case that may be going to the Supreme Court very soon uh, with Asian American students and how the um, current affirmative action policies actually end up discriminating against them because they don't necessarily fall into the category of the black and Hispanic kids and the um, natives mm-hmm. um, in regards to like testing and things like that because they are super achievers in those areas but still considered a minority so they're missing out on spots technically. Mm-hmm. They're, unfortunately they're sort of like the, uh, what do you call it, um, collateral damage mm-hmm. in the affirmative action debate. Um, so anyway, that being said, they rolled back the additional policies that Obama had put out to sort of encourage, especially on a primary and secondary school level, to get people to sort of like get, because obviously the problem starts before college. So trying to, you know, give equal opportunity to black and brown students coming up through the ranks and like pushing that idea. um, The White House said, nah, y'all, we're not really feeling this. So (laughs) we're going to roll that back. And now we know that uh, Trump will probably be announcing his Supreme Court appointee on Monday and if he goes super conservative, obviously we lost the swing vote Mm -hmm. um, in Kennedy who uh, uh, just resigned. resigned. So when this case that is sort of in the mix goes to the Supreme Court in the next year or two, it's very possible that the entire idea of affirmative action will be rolled back. So... Scary. Some people are saying like, well, it's not really been effective anyway and now it's discriminating against Asian kids, so why do we want it at all?
1: I mean, a little bit is more than none. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because at least there was a you know a slight chance that we could possibly be getting some kind of equality. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm but, right. To know that that whole concept and idea is just out of there. I mean, I'm scared to see what
0: me too. What will be next? I mean it's going to affect in so many different areas. I mean it's basically I mean yes, obviously the Asian community it affects them but the black community I mean we we have a lot of kids who get to go to school because of this and and, and we look at poverty and we look at different classes of kids that will now if this is gone will now suffer from that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's really scary and and I mean when I first read it it really pissed me off actually because yeah. I'm like you know you've already done so many different things that Obviously, are, are are affecting just people of color overall. Yeah, and it's just like it's it's like when is it gonna stop? Right. you know, it's, it just keeps going. It's like you yeah. said, which which one are you gonna pick today to talk uh, about? You no. know,
2: yeah. what problem we're we gonna talk about today? And it's kind of it's it's also it's also scary because people don't have a full understanding of what in terms of admissions right. affirmative action actually
0: means. Yeah. A lot of people. Are not it's educated. not
2: like hey, you're black. We have twelve black spots. We're taking those. Those have to be filled by twelve black people. Like most <laughs> schools have sort of like a like a point system like oh you're a legacy your family went here and donates money point, point yeah. you know you are above a twelve hundred on the SAT. Well the SAT is like twenty four hundred now. It was right. like sixteen hundred when I did so <laughs> it. Like I think it's the, so like to be good, I guess now you gotta be over two thousand yeah, or something. Yeah. Like whatever. So yeah. that's another point. Yeah. And you know, if you are from a black or Hispanic background, that's another point. So it's just like yeah. it's another it's a way for, you know, people that don't have the legacy of education higher education in their families because of the society norms and things that were acceptable for all these yeah. years to have at least a point. It doesn't mean like they're not as prepared to do whatever so, like And it's obviously been proven that kids that are of black and brown descent and are in standardized testing don't always test as well as uh, white and Asian kids. Yeah. And those have cultural reasons that that thing have, But that does not indicate that they will not be successful in these uh, Ivy League institutions. Right. So it's just weird to me that people are still in that, like see, he took that spot from a white person who had better grades right, and better days. That's not how it works. That's
0: not what it is. Right. Like,
2: And the full breadth of affirmative action actually benefited white women the most. So go look at the history,
1: guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, people are not educated. Get, get, get. Facts. That's the
1: biggest problem.
0: Yeah. But that then they mean,
2: want us to not be educated because they ain't trying to send them
1: right I know we can't right. even get it we can't, for we can't, right, we
2: we school now. <laughs> right. Ain't nobody gonna have no money to go to school in right. about five years, like because it's gonna be like I don't know how the people paying for school now. Right? Oh, like exactly. he's trying,
0: he trying to put us in the dark times, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, city struggle nation. Going, we like, going backwards. <laughs> and going we going backwards fast,
2: y'all, fast, yeah. fast. But anyway, so there you go. Um, you might want to call your senator. That's what I was gonna say. You, you, might, you know, you to... know, midterms coming up, y'all. Don't play. <laughs> don't play. Like don't play. Like we're not. This ain't a joke. And if nobody showed. It was a joke that uh, Ocasio-Cortez woman in New York. I'm sorry, I cannot remember your first name. Who won the primary against that oh, Democrat yeah. that's yeah. been there? Mm-hmm. Like, there's proof, y'all. That that's proof that we can actually do something, yeah. and that if we actually come out, like, we need to we can change things yes. So yeah. especially in numbers in numbers mm-hmm. so go volunteer go volunteer educate call somebody send some letters I'm probably <laughs> this <laughs> fall you know trying to get people to vote so. right. I <laughs> might be
0: I'll, look we'd we'll be with you the BHL the BHL yep. on, on the streets <laughs> I mean,
2: like on the street y'all come on we just taking they taking Actually, everything that's a idea. we should do
0: like a we rock need the vote to. kind of thing. like
2: don't play we, yeah like that got to rock the vote slash get yo behind here now instantly Just be retired, okay
0: yes
1: exactly Protest.
0: There you go. All right, well, there you go. All right, we're going to move on to our ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Well, all jokes aside, I'm talking about us going around neighborhoods and campaigning to, you know, get people to you know, <laughs> to vote and do all kind of stuff. I don't know if it's safe because another black person that got the police <laughs> called on him, uh, state rep Janelle Bynum, who was running for re-election this fall in Oregon, uh, was walking around her re- in a residence neighborhood, was talking to people. She had a little her little uh, clip note board and her cell phone and a little pen and was, you know, just kind of walking around the neighborhood trying to campaign herself. And uh, one of the neighbors did not like that, so they called the police on her. Uh, they thought that she was casing the area and was looking to possibly rob one of the houses.
2: <laughs> no, yes. Yeah,
0: so, uh, Mr. Sheriff showed up to, uh, miss, uh, Janelle Bynum and was like, Hey, you know, what's going on, sister girl, you up in the neighborhoods and the police, you know, I'm the police. What, what, what you doing here? She's like, I'm just campaigning. Uh, this is my reenactment, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the, now she has gone on record and said the cop was very nice to her and, and where, you know, was a nice guy and that he even took a selfie with her and she posted the selfie. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so the the cop actually went back to the woman who called the 911 call and said, you know, listen, we've taken care of the situation, but this is who she is, this is what she's doing. Apparently, the woman said that, you know, it, it she had no idea, you know, what this is for. She just was was calling the police for the safety of her neighborhood. Uh, Bynum later said that, you know, she understood that, the, you know, the concerns of the person who called, but she said she had just rather the woman had at least approached her and tried yes. to figure out who she was, yes. Uh, yes. which I have an opinion about that, but I'll tell, tell you that in a second. Um, um, and then Bynum also later said, it boils down to people not knowing their neighbors and people having a sense of fear in their neighborhood. And I, I mean, that's that's true. Uh, but okay. it's also, I think she was very politically correct about that because yeah. maybe she, you know, since she is campaigning. <coughs> My thing is about the, with her statement saying uh, the woman should have approached her. The only thing with that is that people are crazy. And I don't know, you know, if you don't know somebody, your, their case in your neighborhood, you, you just don't know what might trigger them. I mean, if it's a, sure, if it's a, Probably, I'm assuming she's a 43 year old woman, you know, just walking around the neighborhood. You kind of can gauge to see like what yeah. she really is like, but you know, it, it, that's a little bit of a fine line because you just never know how what sets people off. I don't I know if I would have called the police. I made, I may have rolled up on ignored her. It. No, no, I probably would have rolled up on her. Maybe I guess, you know, just like at least it yeah. a stare. Like I think I would. <laughs> so, who, so who are you? So,
1: yeah, that's you know, what I think. Why I would are you, why have you, you, uh, you You know, at least ask a question. You know, First, what I mean? and then yeah. if I get a vibe, then maybe I get up out of there. But right. At least to see, you know what I mean? To yeah. pose the question just right. before I assume just that it's assume. just something yeah. crazy. I'm
2: like, why you can't? You could use a little deductive reasoning in yeah. this instance. I mean, like, it's a middle-aged woman. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. not a typical, like, you know, robbery <laughs> person. Right. right. And was she, like, just knocking on front doors? Like, if yeah. you're knocking on front doors, you're not really Trying to hide. Like, right. She wasn't, like, in people's windows. Like, why right. would the... like? Initial assumption. And if you're talking B, to people, yeah, it's
0: like and yeah. you're talking to people. Yeah. So
2: the initial assumption, I'd be like, why that's why, but see, that's why we need to sit out on the front porch more often and just watch stuff go I'm by. You, because
0: because like the way. old like, like back in the day. Yes, like back in the, the day, because like
2: grandma always knew like grandma, it might be some new people in the neighborhood, she, she but she was on the porch long enough to I watch you said and see what they have said big because it was big mama that was my Yeah, She's on the porch, she watching who come and go, and you know like which kids, okay, they playing too much or they going on somebody's yeah, whatever, and I think that that is at a loss. So I don't know, like, it's annoying that the police were called still, because I just think I know, it's such a waste of resources. Little, it is. And she hadn't been disturbing the peace or, like, doing anything. But at the same time, we live in a time where people are like, anytime you see anything that yeah. looks off, yeah. so the police, is the right. looking off that it was a black woman in your neighborhood? Right. Yes, yeah. probably. And if that is the case, then you need to really think about that further.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. if that's your trigger like oh this is off because there's a black woman in my neighborhood
0: yeah. right <laughs> yeah you gotta look, you gotta look yourself the in the mirror <laughs> yeah. right. like right. let me think about
2: that for a minute because yeah. that can't be the only reason like if she was like running around making noise had a gun or you know doing yeah. something like that right. then, or whatever
0: right because she no, couldn't
1: be campaigning just could not yeah, be yeah, that's not that. possible
0: no. right. don't be black and campaigning <laughs> I mean oh, no. she got
2: a clipboard like it could have been Greenpeace <laughs> you know how Greenpeace be brought but they ah, be at the stores now they don't come to
0: the houses
2: no more I used to, I did that in college. They do
0: go to like the the grocery, they're stores, grocery yeah, stores. They're mostly at grocery stores. They are not going yeah.
2: house to house anymore.
1: Yeah. Is that cause but it's Juanita said, I need to see the people for myself. Yeah. that's good. Right. Yeah, like that's what they yeah, need to be doing. Yeah. That's I, I can respect that. But. She oh, just wait. didn't know. Well, Susie hopefully
0: she'll get reelected after all that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. the, police, the police got called on you. I hope that <laughs> well, I they, they take that into account. They <laughs> call.
2: Maybe she ain't used to no blackness. And she was right. like, no, we don't want that her <laughs> right. That part, though. That
0: part. Oh, well. We 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 voting for you, sister. We, we with you. We got my this. vote, need <laughs> got, yeah. got. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Girl. We'll come campaign with you. And thank you, police
2: <laughs> officer, for not being a psychopath.
0: Yes, thank you for not Appreciate being that.
1: A, right. jerk. a jerk. And jerk. Cool and selfie. taking a selfie, taking a selfie. It, yeah, taking that was
0: cool. Right. Shout out to you. Precious. All right, another shout out is going to be to Nicki Minaj, who just awarded thirty-seven college students with scholarships called the Student of the Game. Mm. So basically, what she did was she started kind of um, she's paying off their college tuition or their student loans. Uh, based off on where they're at uh, in their in their schooling, um, her charitable efforts began back in May 2017. Uh, she informed the first round of winners uh, last month that she would be paying for them, and then she informed her Twitter followers that winners are eligible to win the scholarship multiple times, but not in a consecutive year. Uh, so, mm-hmm. shout out to Nicki Minaj yeah. for helping out the kids. Uh,
1: Kudos to you know to we always girl.
0: we always talk about the other things about Nicki Minaj. We of don't course. talk about this part. So this is you know it's That's cool. funny.
2: I just wish she was like on Twitter, and I wish Twitter existed too when I was in
0: college I was <laughs> right, right. like hey right. I got to had no school loans when I got the grand girl <laughs> yes. it'll right. get me through right. it will get me <laughs> right I buy all your records <laughs> right I'll, I'll shout watch. you out every day I'll when I'm reading my books
1: and I'll be day. back for my second time when exactly. it's not consecutive exactly <laughs> exactly will <laughs> exactly. be like fresh me here all right doing back girl I'm like you abroad, right
0: right or or save that money from the time that they you know to get a job save that money and then when it's time for the you got some money. In between, right? Yes, you know, so, yeah, that part, you yeah, could shout out to her shout out
1: to Nikki yeah. for that. That was yeah.
0: cool, that's that awesome.
2: Cool. In a time we need education, yeah, that's right, something that.
0: positive. Mm-hmm. Maybe she can sit down with Trump. He seems to be taking on reality, you know, women <laughs> meetings. <laughs> he so. is taking
1: the means.
2: <laughs> <with laughs>
0: would y'all be like, <laughs> do that?
2: Because you know, there's because everybody got mad at Kanye, everybody got mad at Steve I mean, Harvey. Right, like, yeah. are we in a place where <laughs> no, they, they would get mad at Nikki too,
0: they would get mad, they would get mad, they would, yeah, they would get mad. Would y'all
2: be mad at Nikki?
0: I mean, it just matters on what she was going in there to talk about. That's
1: what, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I mean, that.
0: I do I want Nikki to represent me? I mean, but maybe I'm giving Nikki a bad rap by saying that because uh-huh. maybe she, you know, is super educated in politics and, and, and legislation and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. But, oh. <laughs> you know, I hope so. You know, but I mean, would I be mad? I mean, I probably would have some comment, but I'd have to see what she she was going in there to
1: talk about I yeah I had to see what the jig is yeah. like why <laughs> like, really like, are, really are you why are you up in there sitting there right, right. I would have to know <laughs> yeah. for right. sure <laughs> I,
2: yeah I feel like I'm kind of in a place where I wouldn't trust nothing going on in that white house so but if they, anybody yeah. was up in there I got to what no you doing in, in there right. what y'all done. talking about yeah. and I know that kind yeah. of is anti getting anything done I guess because technically that's the power that be at the point mm-hmm. but at what point is it just we gotta shut it down we gotta shut it down I know yeah it's that's know. where we at. That's where we Are we, at. Are we there? That's like we completely at. shut it down? Like we just gotta put your head down for the next what year and a half? Right. <laughs> and, pray. and pray. And pray. That's what we pray. <laughs>
1: Thank God for prayer. Thank
0: God for prayer. (laughs) All right. Well, that concludes our topics of today. Uh, Thank (laughs) God we have music because music gets us through things. And you know a lot about music. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You are competing on The Four. Mm -hmm. Man, that is... uh, This is where I want to start. There's so many competition shows right now. What what was it about The Four Mm -hmm. that, that you wanted to go after?
1: To be honest, it's so funny because... To be honest, The Four is like the last show, or one of these competition shows is kind of the last thing I thought that I would be participating in. Because mm-hmm. I, I haven't really like been obsessed with any of them in particular. And um, But it was something about The Four, like it kind of brings this authenticity yeah. to true artists. You know what I mean? Like they're looking for artists who are... Um, who are different, who out the box, who represent a genre, you know, specifically. Yeah. And because I'm hip hop, I just love that battle aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like, that, it interests me um, because I grew up in hip hop and that's always been the essence of hip hop. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, get on stage and battle for your spot. I like that. You know what I mean? So I think it was, um, it wasn't something that I thought I would be doing, but now that I'm a part of it, I'm like, dang, this is this is a dope opportunity. Yeah.
0: I mean, you could tell by Diddy's expression. he know, was like, He, he was, was like, feeling like, it. His shoulders were there. like, Calibre he always wanted to get his own, take that, take that, yeah. take that yeah.
1: move. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Oh, yeah. That's well, hilarious. I'm
2: going to be cliche though. So
1: tell us when, did you first fall in love with hip hop? I know, right? Um, since I was a little kid, my I grew up in I always I grew up in a hip hop home because yeah. my father was in a '90s hip hop group um, called Double X Posse and they oh, wow. had this record that went platinum back in the day. So I'm hey. not gonna be able to do it. Can you do it? Oh yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? So um, my house was that. Like I would come in the house. It always was a cipher going on in my living room. My mom's wasn't around the way. Girl, she had bamboo earrings. I you know, I mean, dressed like that. Yeah. Um, it always was a cipher. I could. Walk in, there was different artists sitting in my living room. You know, my father used to give the house parties, bring Mm -hmm. the DJ in, move all the furniture to the side. And so we just, it was my life. Yeah, really, I always said music chose me because I didn't have a choice really when I came out. I was already listening to raps or hitting the studio with my pops or being on, watching him on tour. So it was just something that just was innate, you know what I mean? And I fell more in love with it. The older I got, the more into the culture Mm -hmm. I, I, um, you know, got. It just was a part of my life.
0: And who's like one of the the top people that influenced you? Um, who do you listen to the most, or who's, who's like Ooh. that MC that you're like, mm, every time you hear it, you like, I gotta, I gotta jam.
1: The Goat, Big, Biggie, yeah. all day. Yeah. Just cause I mean that he just is the man. I yeah. mean on so many levels, you know, dope storyteller, crazy lyricist, flows out of this world. Mm-hmm metaphors, punchlines, yeah, I mean yeah. all of it. He got mm, yeah. all of it. And yeah. he was also writing for like a lot of different artists yeah. too. So you know, that's a that takes a different level of creativity to be able to produce your own stuff yeah. and mm-hmm. then say oh, I know exactly what the right for you, too, right. you know, yeah. for another person. Yep. Um, but, yeah, Biggie, hands down, that's my favorite lyricist. Uh-huh.
0: I always wonder, like, what he would be doing today if I he was know. still alive. Like, what level like, would he be on? It would just be crazy. Crazy. You know what I mean?
1: And I think he would be, continuously be reinventing you mean, you mean himself. So. I yeah. did too.
0: Yeah. I did too. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. So how did you sort
1: of, mixing that, because,
2: Hip hop, like many industries, is very male dominated. You know it. And sort of, you're obviously a quite beautiful woman. (laughs) How did you sort of. Great teeth, by the way. I I keep looking at your teeth. Your smile is amazing. I'm all about teeth. I'm like, man, her teeth are the game. (laughs) It's killing it. Yes. (laughs) But how did you sort of. Find and mold sort of how you feel, because obviously, like there's Nicki Minaj, like we were talking about yeah. before, that's sort of gone in her direction, yeah. and you know yes. Kim was her direction, yes. and Foxy was her direction, yeah. Queen Latifah was her direction. Like, yes. how did you sort of mold and figure out your femininity as well as your place in the, in hip-hop? the game? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know what it. I'm not going to with you. It is a tough... It is tough for females mm-hmm. in hip-hop just because, you know, it is a male-dominated um, genre. But I did look up to people like strong women figures. I did look up to Queen Latifah and people like Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. They're both from Jersey, too. Yeah. I'm a Jersey girl, so mm-hmm. I was big on watching them. And, and then Missy, too. Yeah. Um, definitely Breaking Barriers. And I lucked up and got an opportunity was for gonna her. I to say, you work with her. Yeah, yeah. she was my mentor yeah. for a long time. And so she also was very instrumental in... Placing that um, strong feminine role, like, really respecting yourself, holding your ground. Because she had to come up Mm -hmm. with with a bunch of guys and be in that position where she had to hold her ground. And, you know, even with being in the studio, she always was really hard on me about if you go on with a bunch of guys, like, don't be... Going in to work. That's what your whole thing is. You know what I mean? Don't get sidetracked. You ain't here to do that. And then your respect will come because you respect yourself. And so I kind of just kept that, you know, that Mm -hmm. mindset there. And then I've had a lot of strong, empowering women just in my life. My grandmother, my mom, they always put, like, those jewels in me to just really, you know, be a lady and... Mm -hmm. um, so I kinda take that part and then take the strength and kinda push it all together yeah. and then try to maneuver my way in this game, you know? It's well, tough, sure. but I try. Well
0: you're killing it. Thank I mean, you. Obviously, you know. Doing uh, very well. How has the show changed your life since you've been on it? Uh,
1: in a lot of ways. <clears throat> Definitely your social medias do go up. Like yeah. down for cause the more people get exposed to you um on that platform, the platform is awesome because it's just so many different mm-hmm. types of people. Get a chance to see what your art is, yeah. you know, and and um. So my social media definitely is cracking. My my fans that was there before the hand, they like, girl, we always knew you. you know <laughs> so they show me that love, and then I got new fans who you know show me love, and then of course you always get your haters. They of gonna course. be in there saying this, that, and third, right. but you know that's part but of it. But they the still game. watching you, though. They're you watching know what I'm saying, they now still that's watching a you. fact, and um. And I also love it because it keeps you on your toes. Like, every week, you got to make sure you bring in that fire because just as well as you got that seat, that seat could be gone. True. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So you got to creatively stay on top of your game. And, you know... I'm the only person who writes original lyrics every week. You know what I mean? Because mm. it's a cover show, so everybody sings covers. Right. And so for me, creatively, that's pushing me to that kick, is that's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah to yeah. try to stay on top, and you know, and Diddy not playing, Khaled not playing. They 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 judge my bars. Right. They judge of my you know every piece of it. oh yeah. so, um I think too, it's just pushing me to just be a greater artist, yeah. and then I'm getting those jewels too mm-hmm. from them every time we hit the stage. That'll just make me be better anyway, overall.
0: Who's a tougher judge out of the three?
1: Diddy, 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 Diddy. <laughs> I,
0: I, I was, I, I thought it might be Diddy. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think that's what a lot of us, most of the four, like we always say, we have a consensus that yeah. Diddy is the guy because he's, he's, up he's there nice. to keep it real with you, mm-hmm. and he's not gonna hold no cap. Like yeah. he gonna just keep it one thousand. If he liked it, he gonna say lit. If he yeah. don't, he gonna be like no. Right. And that's what mm-hmm. you need to do to fix it. And the beautiful thing about that is that's how the music business
0: it is. is. Yeah. yeah. So
1: it kind of just. Prepares you to yeah. be able to function in that world. Yeah. You know?
0: sure. Although now we can't use the word lit no more because Donald Trump. I, 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 oh, I cut saying it too. Uh, I'm like, oh, I can't use lit no, no. more because he tweeted out lit. I can't say I it. We buried it. We buried, we buried it. it. It's but dead. We can do it. We can do it. We're going to find that. another we one. We're going to come up with something about it.
1: All right. 10 years. What does the Shibuya Empire look like? Ooh. Um, well, I did create this movement called the Banji um, Banji Movement, which is an acronym for Be Authentic, Never Jeopardize Individuality. And so, I opened up like a production company um, oh, through it. And so, just with music, I also do like film, screenwriting, and um, I want to do some things that will be able to put it all together, like uh, mm-hmm. the music. Um, I'm a choreographer and a dancer, so I've always had a special love for dance. And then, you know, some film stuff and just like maybe create some films that represent music, yes. you know, or maybe even um, I definitely want to take the Benji movement and do some things with. That's why I said I think with Nicki is awesome because that's something yeah. I would do. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Just for young kids coming up because I sure. came up in the inner city, that was a struggle. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that that story coming up from the hood, trying to find you know a lifeline to get Absolutely. out. You know what yeah. I mean? So um, definitely hope that I could build an empire where I could just keep inspiring, being able to do my art, being yeah. able to. Um, Pass it, pass on jewels that I'm getting in this season along to other artists coming up. You know, try to do something special with it.
0: Well, you definitely are a you're special, a special star. star. I mean, I, I even when I was reading your story, I give you even more props because, like you were saying, you have to write lyrics
1: mm-hmm. unlike
0: everyone else every week. Yeah. you're performing, and you're also battling cancer in the middle yeah. of all this, mm-hmm. which you just recently revealed. And I yes. mean, I give you props just <laughs> for being able to manage all that. You Thank know? you. So, and how, how is that? You know, that added addition of just being, you know, something that you had to take care of while you are competing on this show.
1: It definitely, you know what, like, before getting the show, I had to pray on that. That's why mm-hmm. I, said, I love you say prayer, 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 because sure. I had to pray about whether this would be the right move for me because I knew that I would still be in the process of chemo. I had a couple rounds prior to the show, so I already, like, kind of got to gauge the side effects mm-hmm. and how it, you know, reacts to your body. And, you know, and I just was like... Right, is this something that you yeah. want to take on? But yeah. after I prayed about it, and I felt like the creator said to me, go. You just go ahead, I and I will trust me, and just follow. Be the vessel. Yeah. And so that's just the only thing I did. You know what I mean? I, I have not planned it. I didn't have no plan. Each and every week, I just go through it the best that I can. You know, that, that one we just watched, I just that performance we was just watching, I was four days from straight from chemo. Like, wow. you know what I mean? So wow. I was so it's just been God really just yeah. blessing me and um and then I think I, I would assume like all the hard work and just the passion that I put into it up to this point, like, maybe all for this moment. You know what I mean? And so I just um I embrace it and I stay strong. And you know, the people hitting me up saying like you inspire me, That's like you just hit that you know, yeah. some people hit me up. Oh, when I got diagnosed with cancer, I ended my career, I didn't want to go out and do nothing else. Yeah. You know, I had these goals. I felt like I couldn't do it. And and the reality is some people will make you think that about yourself once you get a diagnosis like that. So I just wanna be that one that just says, Nah, you know, yeah. impossible is impossible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um it's been tough. But I've been pushing through, and then, like, I also, within, you know, the show, found out, too, that um, my voice, like, my voice, like, second, third season, third episode, my voice was getting a little messed up, I had to go to the voice doctor, he was telling me that it might have had something to do with my chemo, you know, affecting my vocals, which I was like, I never even knew that that could be something, but I'm finding out a lot of stuff, you know, in this process, but... um. I'm just grateful every time that I get a chance to just go up there on a stage. And I give it my 150%. Well, so
0: you can, we can time. tell. You, okay. Your energy is just, you kill it. <laughs> you know, you can see it. Well, what do you want people to remember about you uh, from the show and just in life?
1: Yeah. I think that uh, that I never gave up. Yeah. That I never give up. Yeah. Like, that I push through. Um, And I just give it my all. You know what I mean? And every time I say it, just my authentic self. Yeah. I said, I don't really think about, um, you know, I'm not... Um, how do I say, like... I'm not thinking about, oh, how do I do this? You know, how am I going to win this thing? How am I going to... I just, like... All right, let's go. You know, yeah, like we're going into down. battle. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. And so I want them to just know that I'm a fighter. I never gave up. And I fought for my dreams because yeah. I think that more of us should. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely.
0: Well, I know we're going to be seeing you for a long time long in this game. Long time. And, Thank uh, you. So we can everybody can catch you. Where can they catch you on your social media, actually?
1: Oh, true. So on my IG, it is Banji Raya, at Banji Raya, B-A-N-J-I, Raya. And on my Twitter, Shreya underscore J.
0: All right. And then you can also catch you on the four.
1: Yeah. On
0: Fox. On Fox. Check your local listings.
2: Yes, yes. On yes. tonight. On tonight. Yes, sir. So, mm-hmm.
0: Courtney, where Check can fans find you?
2: I'm all over the social medias at Stuart Starlet. Yes.
0: You can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on Reel's channel Broken Famous. Uh, we loved having you in the, yes. I, in the I, I just I feel like I it's just so, like, so much energy. energy. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Good. Like, it, it got us through, girl. You got us through. We us was, we we're a little bit hungover, some of us. <laughs> <laughs> no names. I <laughs> <laughs> No names. <laughs> <Hilarious>. <laughs> no, I'll be watching you because <laughs> I'm, you I'm feeling sure. you. I'm feeling you. Love it. Come back. When you win, come back. All right, say less. That's in the universe right there. When you win, come back and perform. Us too. And
1: perform. You know how yeah. to do We got a little
0: stage right here. Oh, don't I don't get a here. I'll we... here
1: real crazy oh, right listen.
0: here. we'll have it right there. We got some backup, ba- backup oh, bands. We'll backup bands for you.
1: What, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, everybody, uh, check us out next week and have a great weekend. Peace. Thank you. From executives, Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff. We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us info at BlackHollywoodLive.com Like us on Facebook, tweet us or Instagram us at BHL online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOVay. Thanks for tuning in.